right, welcome everybody to episode five of Lit and Lucid podcast. My name is Lucy and I'm here with Jared. And we have John Shute as a special guest with us today from Puff Creative. He's going to dive into some pretty interesting topics in regards to marketing and cannabis, social media, um, event planning, and some other fun things that he does in the industry as well. So without further ado, we're going to introduce John and go from there. Hey everyone, my name is John Shute, uh, co-founder of Puff Creative. Uh, super stoked and thankful to be here on the Lit and Lucid podcast today with Jared and Lucy. Uh, they're very, very important people in the Colorado cannabis community and uh, could be more excited to be here. So thank you guys. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks for coming out. Yeah, no problem. So why don't you kind of give everybody a background, um, maybe like your background or how you got into the cannabis industry, things like that. Yeah, so um, I mean, education-wise, I went to Rutgers University in, in New Jersey. Uh, I have a bachelor's in uh, arts and sciences with a major in psychology, uh, minor in history. Um, I, after I graduated college, I took a year off and I moved to Vermont and my wife went to law school and, uh, you know, you take a year off while your wife and friends are in law school, you definitely feel like you're losing your wits to you. So I decided to go back to school, uh, found this like really, really great, uh, MBA online program, at Norwich University, which is like the first ROTC college uh, in the whole country. Um, I got an MBA there after three years, um, specialized in project management, uh, which I didn't realize that I'll be using every single day of my life this day, so I'm super stoked and thankful I got that degree, even though at the time I was like pulling my hair out. Um, but right after I got my master's, I actually moved to Florida and was managing a nightclub, and... <laughs> and uh, I did that for about a year and you know as, as I, I grew up in the service industry and my dad and then like called my entire life so I wasn't new to the scene but I re, you know was realizing that this wasn't you know something I was passionate about um, fortunately I ran the marketing for the club so I learned a lot of the creative strategy I use today to engage followers and whatnot um, so one day I had this, you know, I always was a consumer, um, you know, proud stoner here. Um, and, you know, one day I was like super blazed and I was on the beach and I had this epiphany about the cannabis industry, about, you know, like what national legalization would do for like the country. Should I be looking at you guys? I don't you know. You can like, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, yeah, so I had Nobody this, us, I had so. this epiphany <laughs> about, um, <laughs> you know, the cannabis industry and like national legalization. Um, and I, I realized that, you know, I think what a major part of this country needs is more of a positive, relaxed vibe going on. I feel all this crazy tension every single day, uh, not as much so in Colorado as I did on the East, but, um, and it's just not a good feeling, you know, people not looking forward to talking and communicating, keeping, you know, people keeping their head down, they walk by in public. Um, and I've, I feel like when people are under the influence of cannabis, whether it's microdosing or taking a huge bong or dab rip, uh, people are more open to um, you know, this ether of communication and like personalization, which is great. Uh, not to mention, I think, you know, economically, environmentally, financially, I think national legalization is just like what our country needs. So anyway, quit my job at the nightclub. I 
you know, on like right July 4th weekend, drove from Florida to New Jersey July 4th night, week later applied to get this marketing gig for this contract manufacturing facility in the industry, cannabis industry in California, got the job, uh, and then just drove cross country. My wife ended up getting like a job in Colorado as a lawyer, so we just stopped here, and yeah. That's how, that's how, how that's how, well, no, that's, uh, that's how I just got into cannabis <laughs> marketing. Um, you know, in the industry, it's, you know, when I got involved, you know, things in California are pretty, you know, most of you in the industry know they're pretty unstable right now. Um, what year I, was that that you started? Uh, 2000, this was two years ago, so 2016. Okay. okay. Uh, right, right early on. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it was kind of like a very gray area in California. Um, I ended up, you know, getting kind of screwed over by the company I was working for. Not the company, just actually one person within the company, like just lying to me the whole time. Um, you know, kind of the wild west there. Um, and actually I think that happened a month, it was like a month before I got married. So I had no money, I was getting <laughs> married in a month, and I was just like, Holy shit! <laughs> no, <laughs> this <really>. sucks. <laughs> um, so uh, I decided. You know, uh, I had an intern at the time who they, who also got screwed over by the same guy, and I hit her up and my other my other partner Seamus. Uh, he's a you know web developer um, type of guy, and I realized that we all kind of complement each other very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we started Puff Creative like a month before I got married, and then. Um, yeah, my yeah, my anniversary. I'm going to Santa Fe for my anniversary this weekend. Nice. So yeah, it's like yeah, it's crazy like what happens in the year. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's how it's how it all started in a, in cool. a nutshell. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So how would you compare um, Colorado to California even back then? Uh, I mean, wow. Just, I so once I started Puff Creative, we didn't even have any. Um, any Colorado clients. So I, I was kind of nice because, you know, I learned, I've learned that the Colorado market is a lot more educated. Uh, and that's from all around. That's uh, from the marketing agencies to the growers, to the extractors, to the bud tender, to the consumer. Uh, so it's, that was very interesting to me, uh, hmm. dealing with California. Um, you know, it's a lot less educated market. More, a majority of people there are trying to get as stoned as possible for as cheap as possible. Hey, I don't blame them. Same way. <laughs> like, I fall victim to that as well. But I also, uh, you know, pride myself in being educated right. about the plant, knowing how to, like, properly dose myself and what to recommend to other people. Um, so, so I'll say that's the main difference. I think uh, legality-wise, it's, like, complete night and day. Um, you know, I, I forget if I just said this, but a lot of the conversations I have with California clients and, like, clients that are dealing with California is that it's the shit show, <laughs> um, which it is right now. It's crazy. Heard, like, yeah, you know, people crazy. who, have, even my clients who like have their licenses, like still are just like, okay, now what? Cause now, you know, the rules are changing and like they're pushing stuff back. So, um, I would say that, you know, I, I just love the Colorado market because I, I, I love the education. I love that everyone feeds off each other in the industry here. Um, I love going into the dispensary and being super confident in like what the bud tenders are telling me. Um, I, I used to do like a ton of like sales calls to California dispensaries, and holy shit, like just dealing with so many different styles. Like some, not to knock bud tenders in California, some of them are very, very highly educated, very, very knowledgeable of the plant. 
Others were just like complete assholes to me. <laughs> Others were telling me like the wrong information about cannabinoids and like THC and CBD. You know, others just you know were because they don't have to have med like or they don't have to have badges, right? There's no like I don't think so. Yeah, no, well, like, at least then they did it. I know now. I know now it's like a whole another ball game, like getting being a buttender there, okay. like like to work at like places like MedMen and like stuff like right. that. I know it's like definitely a pretty serious ball game. Yeah, but um. I think, I think that's yeah, so that <laughs> that's cool so what do you think about like we were talking about earlier like in terms of marketing how are you advising these cannabis companies market you know since uh, well, it so is that, much difficult it's really cool you bring that up because um, even just this week um, it, it, it's it's going to be very interesting marketing cannabis in the future because now even in Colorado I just found out today they're going to be changing the rules by region so the rules of marketing of a cannabis company in Boulder are going to be different from the oh, rules yeah. of marketing of a cannabis company in Denver are going to be different rules of the marketing of a cannabis company in Pueblo. Mm-hmm. So I'll wow. keep you guys updated on wow. that. Like, so is it like the cities making uh, it's like I think or? it's like a city or it's like a county or like specific regions mm-hmm. that, the, that the government, it's going to be similar to California actually because California is the same way. I think that the, we just started having to put um, company's license number on every every post related to the brand. Mm. So if you, if oh, we, wow. yeah, so like I just posted a picture of this uh, Dr. Rock right. pack the other day and I had to put the license number at the bottom of the post. And if you don't do that, that means you're not compliant with California state laws. Wow. So on top of um, just like the new compliance laws, um, you know, fortunately we're trying to work with this new compliance technology company and partner with them just so us and you know right. our friends in the industry don't have to worry about that because it's going to be a it's going to be a huge stressor but also you know it's going to be a cool thing for you know people like puff creative and green love media to capitalize on because right. it just complicates the process for everyone else you know the growers and they need the somebody pro- to guide yeah because yeah. it's already i mean like if you're doing all right so it's like you know cat like marketing in general like people can do marketing in-house right anyone can do it but is it going to be quality? Is it going to actually get people to click? Is right. it going to? Are you going to make money off of it? Yeah. That's like all you're you're really trying to do. And like the hard part about 2018 marketing in general is like you have to have high resolution or you're not going to make it. I mean, some you know, if you were a social media account on Instagram ten years ago, you could have the shittiest quality content. <laughs> you could still be making money because you have you know two million followers, right. but. The algorithm's gonna change that in those people favors as well soon. You know, it's gonna turn into like e-commerce on social media and just get crazy. So it's gonna be a wild ride for us cannabis marketers and just in general. That's okay. um, so yeah, I mean for for in general, like client wise for cannabis clients, like I try to just like, you know, advise them to um, you know, just practice, you know, we practice the general marketing thing, consistent, balanced, positive strategy. Um, and then we advise them to just kind of be compliant because now we're diving into marketing compliance and it's a whole nother, it's gonna be a whole nother ball game. So Interesting. trying to saddle up for that. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that was make you stronger as a company. Uh, if you diversify yourself and offer compliance and marketing tied together. Yeah, I mean, our thing now is like, you know, we have, um, you know, come, like one of our newest clients, Green Screens, I know you guys know those mm-hmm. guys, they're awesome. Yeah. I love those guys. Um, uh, you know, we're trying to not only do marketing for companies like that, but also partner with companies like that. You know, Lucy and I were talking earlier. It's like strength is in numbers. You know, the cannabis community is is a community, so it's like you need to work together to get to where you need to be. Right. And then I know that you and I have mutual business relationships with certain companies that don't have that same viewpoint, and 
even if you get all the money in the world, you're not going to make it. Right. Like, you know, you got to work together. You got to learn. This is, this is a learning curve right now. This is like more, this is like the alcohol, pro, al- alcohol prohibition meets the internet. It's going right. to be that type of like compliance and that type of pace. So it's better that, you know, it's like, we're trying to partner with these technology companies. So there's just no issues for our clients. Like they have all the access to the information the legalities, the technology, the advertising that is possible because as I'm sure we're about to dive into, it's like a nightmare, you know, marketing for cannabis clients. You like are walking this thin line, line every single day. It's yeah. your, your account could get shut down yeah. any minute. And it's happened to me. It right. sucks. It's the worst. You wake <laughs> up, you're like, all right, let's see how this post performed yeah. last night. And you're like, I have nothing. My, like, I'm going to text my <laughs> partner real quick. Wait, like something like, what happened here? <laughs> Yeah, I know you guys. That happened to you, right? Yeah, we oh, lost yeah. our account. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like heartbreaking. Yeah, it's like it's just an account. Like it's but just it's like, not. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's so much building, work. It's like depressing. Yeah, start up. It's yeah. like oh, it takes. And so now you got to start at one again. Like, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> you're like, damn, I got to do a first post again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, then build the following all day. And then the following. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's another. Like that's the thing too. Is like you know, how you, and then like the way to conquer that, and like how I conquered it before for a client years ago was, you got to reach out to the cannabis community, have people shout out like, "Hey, the homie, what's when you just got shut down? Like, follow a new account." Yeah. Like, and that's how it has to work. And bringing the community back. Yeah, like, you know, you it's like, to. and that's that's like my. I mean, that's basically that ideology is turning into like all my long term cannabis community on a local scale, on a national scale, you know, and like, you know, we're, we're diving into some like pretty interesting, like international deals now that are cannabis related, cannabinoid related. Um, so it's going to be really interesting for me to bring cannabis communities from like other countries together and teach right. each other about things. And the part about like the technology companies in my mind is like, the technology companies are not limited by the FDA or not limited by the constraints that normal, mm-hmm. normal, if you're selling an actual cannabinoid-related product, you know, so these guys can go international and like you know do consulting there. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, it's just a crazy time to be yeah. alive. alive. Yeah, it's with Drake, or, you know, like, I was, <laughs> it's, it's really cool. You know, I, I mean, you know, some people live their lives every day, like you know, oh, like you know, to get political, but like, oh my God, the White House is such a shit show. Or like, oh my God, this is so bad. Like, we live in such a horrible time. It's like, no, like, it's just interesting time. Like, yeah. it's always been interesting. You gotta just capitalize on it and like adapt to and it and be fluid and yeah, ready yeah, to you go know, like don't it. don't fight it. Like, work with it. It's like the, it's like the Facebook algorithm. Like, yeah, like be you friends just with figure it. it out. Yeah, like be friends with that algorithm. It's like just the life algorithm. I could we'll call it today. You're right. The lucid yeah. algorithm. The lucid. Well, that might change though with the Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Well, I mean, now you know, now it's really cool to dive into. You know, like Lucy and I both. I know. I mean, just anchor the podcast game, the blog game, uh, this new app that you know Lucy I see is on now too. Vero, um, you know, the, there's gonna be. Facebook, it's, there's going to be a change, and it's either you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're either ready for it and stoked about it, or you're just going to be miserable about it. And I, although I'm internally miserable, <laughs> I have no choice but to adapt to right. that change. Yeah, you know, so. like are you going to be left behind? Like you're either going to go yeah. to the next one, you or got, you're you got to keep your eye on it. And uh, you know, it's sad to say I like make a lot of moves based off listening to Gary Vee's podcast. Like that dude knows what's going to happen before it happens. Yes, like he, he knows more than Mark Zuckerberg. Like. 
Gary V should be presenting in front of Congress, not even like he right. would have represented Facebook better, in my opinion. <laughs> even though I don't know his political views or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, that guy yeah. knows what's up. It's crazy. He has insight for sure. Talking about him throwing a podcast, like, is that what he wants me to do right yes. now? Like, <laughs> yes. Gary V, if you're listening, hit us <laughs> yeah. up. Tune in, bro. <laughs> People are gonna be like, oh shit. <laughs> no time at all. Um, oh my goodness. I wanted to touch base on social media, but I feel like we just did that a little bit. Yeah, I can I mean I can touch I have a few other thoughts like I don't mind sharing. I got I've been writing like some blogs and doing some podcasts myself about the you know, the everyday battle of cannabis social media and then we just dived into you know compliance and whatnot but um you know my recommendation to anyone out there just doing social media in general is to follow the same pattern i mean you want to be as consistent as possible whether it's you know posting once a day or posting three times a day i mean lucy and i were talking about all the main influencer accounts nowadays post three posts a day um i like you know i i really pay attention to accounts like i really enjoy weed maps um, i really enjoy leafly um, I mean, although they're like top media agencies in the industry, you know, even like Dope Mag, Sensi Mag, High mm-hmm. Times, WikiLeaf, all these guys, they have such great accounts. I try to follow what they do, and like sometimes like they post like three posts like within five minutes of each other. Then they sometimes post one post and another post like twelve hours later. I'm like, I can't figure out what they're doing, and they're crushing it. So like, I gotta <laughs> just go with the flow, you know. So like, you gotta really just be consistent. You know, pay attention to your following. Like a following is a following. Everyone's following is pretty specific. Right. Um, you know, your followers are going to do different things than other followers, and like depending on where like the locations are of where people are engaging with your account, mm-hmm. it's another thing to take into factor. Um, what's really cool is like Hootsuite offers. Um, I don't know if you guys used Hootsuite before. Mm-hmm. Hootsuite's pretty cool. We have it just because like we have so many different people diving into our. So well, not I mean, just me and my two partners, but yeah, we just have so many accounts now yeah. that we can't keep up with it. So Hootsuite has this really cool feature now that they'll plug they they dive into your account's algorithm and actually will post at that best time that day oh, for your account. They'll figure it out. They'll for figure you. it out oh, for nice. you. That's cool. uh, so we've been using it for Twitter. Nice. You know, we've been really trying to grow the, the Twitter thing. Same thing, like, you know, it's hard to get exposure on there. You got to be, you know, I talk, like, my one friend does marketing for Armada Skis. They do 15 tweets a day at least. And that's how they conquer the algorithm or whatever, the Twitter, you know. So, yeah, be consistent. Uh, My next big thing is, like, find balance. You know, don't just plug the same thing now people starts every day. It's hard enough to get exposure out of this. So, like, try to make it interesting, you know. I love asking questions in my blurbs. Everyone does. It definitely works. Uh, but you can't ask a question every day. Um, you want to. It's like very small things that you don't even realize that are taking place on like a social media account, whether it's like the verbiage or like the location you're tagging or how you presented it in your story yeah. or did you run a poll at the right time. There's just so many different factors. So you know, keep the keep it balanced and keep it high resolution. It's 2018. Like I said, if you weren't on Instagram 20 years ago, you have no choice. Like. I mean, 10 years ago, I would think Instagram was about 10 years ago, or whoever it started. Um, you have to, you have to have some type of like quality to your content. Like it's so like you know, you see companies like I've seen this one Pacifico ad that just keeps sticking out in my brain. It pisses me off. It's like this guy doing a front flip over a beer, and it's cool, 
but they've targeted me so well. I even drank Pacifico. Like, You're like, but I could do that for I'm like, Mark Zuckerberg's like at Congress talking about how they're collecting all my browsing data even when I'm not even in the app, which is illegal. And I don't drink Pacifica or ever. Like, it's just like these guys are really coming at me. Like, I almost want to try the beard now. And it's like working. Uh, but it's that's working. the point. It's, they're consistent. You know, it's uh, you know, you know, their their content's balanced. So when you check out their profile, they have a mixture of content on there, and it's the high resolution photo. Something I guess maybe the snowboarding thing is what got me. Now I think about it because I snowboard, so that might have been part of the targeting. I mean, it's really it's just really cool. But yeah, that's how that's how I kind of conquer it. And I, it doesn't even just go for cannabis. Like if you're marketing in general, you need to follow that that pattern. And the final moral to the story is just positive vibes. You know, I know you guys are the same way. Like. Keep the vibes flowing. Um, people are going to DM you. People are going to comment on your accounts and be mean, weird, <laughs> scary, threatening. You gotta just kill them with kindness. And uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the formula right there. Well, yeah. why don't you formula tell our listeners where to find your podcast or what it's called? Um, see, right now, I mean, I, I just use the Anchor app, uh, so you can find my podcast on Anchor. Just my name, John Shoot, J O H N. S-H-U-T-E, um, and I just share it to all the platforms except for, uh, I don't think I'm on Apple or, or Spotify. If anyone knows how to get on Spotify, you know, let us know. message us on Anchor <laughs> and we will tune it into a podcast. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, I mean, I've been, on my podcast, I use it like a little bit differently. It's more of like, um, uh, like my personal thoughts about just seeing marketing and life motivation in general. Uh, I just started last week doing a corresponding blog with the podcast as well so i you know been trying to provide like a you know visual and just like you know hearing stimulatory type of vibe with that so um yeah you guys can, I, i'm trying to do once a week so definitely tune in uh now that jared and lucy and i just kind of figured out this like call in messaging thing right. yeah, it's going to be taking place more now right uh so right on yeah well, I'm trying to tag you in our story, but I can't remember your Instagram name. Oh, it's uh, it's Shooter McGavin. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if you ever saw Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore, like Shooter McGavin, but uh, oh, okay. there's like a million Shooter McGavin, so it's like Shooter McGavining. So it's like S H U T V. I need to like shorten that. I'm like a marketing dude. I have, like such a long account. Like, just making my name. Like, do I not? Do we not follow you? I'm struggling. So let's okay. talk about marketing the cannabis industry demographic wise. Okay. Um, from what I've seen, it's predominantly male, and it's dominated by millennials right now. So are those things you guys take into account when you're marketing or with social media? Yeah, those are. Th- I mean, those are things I've definitely taken into account over the past few years. You know, since I've dived in, because you're 100% right. I mean, you look at your analytics with any of your cannabis accounts, it's dominantly males, um, and it's dominantly millennials. You know, particularly between yeah, you know, 24 and let's say um, I don't know, 36, 37. Um, and there, it's definitely something that, like I said, I take into account now in my current marketing, but, um, one thing I am taking into account is that, um, the cannabis industry in particular is going to be very female dominated. It already is becoming very female dominated. So I think, um, for me, uh, I've been turning the switch for Puff Creative and for my clients that it applies to, I think that certain product classes might apply to males more than females sometimes. Um, not, not, you know, no, don't mean that anyway. It's just, this is kind of how it is. Um, I think there's a lot of, uh, progressive female 
products out there that are super beneficial towards both male and female health, but might be catch the eye more of the female. Um, so I've been taking that into account. Um, I think the largest influx of consumer in the industry is going to be um, people over the age of 50 uh, in the next like 10 years or so. The more nationally it becomes legalized um, and more lenient, um, there's going to be a huge influx there. So that's like on my radar. Um, it's not like something huge right now. Uh, we actually have a few uh, clients of ours um, and one new one that we're going to get that's particularly going to revolve around health for people over the age of 50, cool. um, which which for me, like, I kind of, I love that. Um, you know, like I said before, I'm like a diehard stoner and you know, I smoke weed every single day. Um, I use it for, I think, medicinally, creative-wise, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes I find myself, like, freaking out and stressing out about the dumbest stuff. It's not dumb, but yeah. it's like... You know, you take one hit of weed and you're like... That was not that yeah, big of a like, deal. Why, yeah, like, what? <laughs> so, in um, terms of, like, marketing to, like, these older generations, like, what do you see strategies being? How do you yeah, find so, cannabis appealing to them? Yeah, like, so, exactly. Um, that's, you know, that's that's why we're kind of shifting our radar towards the more, like, the female slash older crowd because it's going to be the new influx. So, um, you know, I, like, the, the style of marketing, first of all, like, the style of marketing that you produce with green love and with your personal and your clients, like that's going to catch the eye of a female and someone yeah. who's a little bit older, I feel like. Right. Um, so that's kind of the route we're taking. I think more of like an educational, yeah. um, knowing the science and how, um, you know, these types of cannabinoids and products are going to affect you. Yeah. Um, in particularly like CBD. I mean, it's like one of the hottest topics in the industry right now. Um, it's like the limit, it's like, it's kind of limitless with like the possibilities of that. And, um, this kind of circles back around to just why I got involved in the industry. And although I am like a stoner, um, I take pride in like educating people about the, the, the plant and like the possibilities because, you know, the reason I do marketing is because I, I'm not just limited to one company. I'm not just limited to one area. It's like my, my playground is planet earth. Basically it's like, there's so many people that need to know about the plant. Um, and especially these new incoming classes yeah. because, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. I think education is definitely key, and I think a lot of these consumers, they don't know. So those older generations, they yeah. already by default well, for example, have an your, idea. Your recent article yeah. um, is a great article, by the way. Thank you. Uh, it's, congratulations. It's like Thank sick you. to get published. <laughs> Thank like, you. I was like blown away. Um, but that style, like the way, the way, you know, the way you present the information and the way you, it was like education, like mm-hmm. That type of style is the future of the industry. Right. Um, before people were making a ton of money, black market wise or whatever, you know, just marketing like, hey, like these dabs will get you high as shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and but it's like, you know, are these edibles are gonna, you know, it's like two hundred milligram like gummy. Right. It's like, <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, this guy made his garage. Like, you know, it's like, you know, that's that's the past. And just and, like you're talking about microdosing, like that's the future. Yeah, microdosing you know? is the future. I mean, I utilize microdosing every day. Like I really, really enjoy a five to five THC to CBD tablet yep. in my life. It's like a vitamin. It's like treating the marketing terminology and like the style of the posting and like the lifestyle. Like I'm all about the, the health side and the lifestyle side of it because I use cannabis for my health. I use it. Like I said, I got a musician, I'm an extreme sports athlete, I work out every day, I do yoga, I know you guys are the same way. Like I do those things better when I'm on cannabis and like I have better experiences and I realize more and come to cooler, you know, more brilliant conclusions in my mind. I I actually just dropped the podcast yesterday, I'm dropping a blog today 
and it's called digital marketing in 2018 be a little crazy because you gotta you know separate yourself and think outside the box and think abstractly because right. if you're not doing that and putting the pieces of the puzzle together that makes sense like it's not gonna work and right it's really interesting kind yeah. of lifestyle that we all right. we are experiencing right now but it's so cool because like i never thought in my life I'd be sitting here with you two right. doing the podcast, talking about all this stuff. It's awesome. Neither you know? me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, the amount of stuff that Lucy utilizes her space for is just mind-blowing. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think that's the biggest part that needs to be done is to teach people how to incorporate in their life. Yeah, or people just don't know. People don't know. And, they, and that's what I was reading the other day. We are trying to find stats, and it was talking about how millennials are not very open to sharing their cannabis consumption yet because there's still so many stigmas against it. Yeah. So it's more to sharing, maybe like our part is sharing with them the hey, yo, it's okay. Most of us do it on a daily single, you know, daily basis and do the same thing. It's okay. I mean, three of us, I mean, look at us. All three of us are entrepreneurs. You know, we all make our own money. We all, you know, like do, you know, do our own thing and, we smoked um, a little bit of weed and we're going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And like, and like I said, like, and that's, that was like the point of my podcast, my blog I did yesterday. Um, it's like, it's good for you. Like, it's like you're, you're, it's going to put you in a better mind state. And the only problem is, is like, that's where it's coming with the education part is like finding your balance of yeah. the chemical. It's a chemical. What's happening when you consume, it's a chemical reaction. So everyone's going to react differently to a plant. Like all three of us could eat a 10 milligram edible right now. Yeah. Jared saying it's those the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll be. I would be. Super sorry. Yeah, I'm like a. I'm like a little pansy this now. Like comes, yeah, yeah. Like five mil. That's what no, I said. No. Like the five milligram thing. I need that. <laughs> I need to have that CBD to counteract it. Yeah. That's another thing. You know, people are scared. You know, sometimes I touched on this in something in one of my one of my clients' blogs about. Um, you know, one of my new blogs I read for clients about 420 and yeah. like it's a stoner holiday everyone gets high as shit but there's pro- you know and then like someone smokes weed on 420 for the first time yeah. they do it death this person literally is now contemplating their whole life right. and like you know paranoid yeah. but this person probably didn't know they, they could you know took 15 milligrams of CBD and could have exactly. took away their anxiety you know it's like you gotta learn that balance and like learn that and it's like about empowering the consumers that's what I talked about in that article like it's okay to know your tolerance level and be like no dude I want yeah. my 5 milligram CBD pre-roll you yeah. know what I mean like I'll be cool you take your dab it's all good yeah like yeah exactly <laughs> like you it's know? fine yeah and that's oh man that's like what I thought was really cool about uh, like the event that we just did and that you guys are at was like we had that consumption bus outside it's kind of like we went through like a crazy process with that because we, you know, cultivate synergy. Um, they do events where you know they can legally consume and they have licenses for late night parties and stuff. Um, but I didn't want to, you know, people at the event. My, my goal with that event was like to bring people together, not just in the industry. They were trying to bring the music and right. the art and like the culture of non cannabis related industries and bring it to make a beautiful harmony because. You know, all these other industries are experiencing like, you know, we did this around sexual assault, you know, another really prevalent topic, a few topics of mine off the top of my head are PTSD, homelessness, and um, and uh, opiate use. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are probably the four main reasons I like am in the cannabis industry to kind of conquer that and, you know, teach people about the education. Right. Um, so the point of that event, you know, we did it about sexual assault was to bring industries together and not only create awareness about sexual assault, 
but create awareness that, you know, it's something that happens in the cannabis industry. Yeah. You know, I was talking to you guys about a situation earlier with one of my clients, like, you know, this shit, it, it happens and like, you know, it's like bringing that together is like, I think the future of the industry and like, I don't, I, I, I not that I hate the stigma, but I dislike the standard stigma. Um, I think that the, our industry has like so much more to offer um, and like Puff Creative, like the future of, uh, that's like the future of what I want to do is like throw large scale events that are branded and have like a message that's bigger than what, you know, everyone's just, it's like bigger than just one particular right. industry. It's like bringing it all together. And it's like, you know, we could be making money off these events, but we're not, you know, it's like, let's actually raise money for a great cause. Let's donate that money to a charity. Like let's, we're, you know, in my mind, we're, everyone who was involved with that event got positive right. PR, yeah. you know, positive PR. It's like, all right, none of us really made money. But now we made, everyone made so many new connections. New, all these connections, yeah. all these partnerships. You know, every single person who was involved in the event, whether they were a sponsor or, yeah. you know, Green Love Media, you guys did a follow-up blog, which was awesome. Thanks. I was <laughs> cursed really bad, but it was freaking awesome. Um, you know, it's like connecting those people and, like, literally every single person who was on our, like, you know, we shouted out in that, our Facebook event group. Um, now, at least one person is working with another person now. right and that's what it's all about and it goes back to your community point at the very beginning exactly it all ties together and yep. like that's what people don't realize it's like you really just got to tie everything together and like we're all trying to do the same thing just make it happen you know there's like ways you can create like negative vibes and tension um and you know i say you know um I want to say the F word, but like, screw that. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like no, no need for negative vibes, no need for tension. Like just be progressive. You know, sh you know, shit happens every day. Like you're going to be set back. I get set back every day running my own business. I know you, <laughs> you get accounts deleted and it's like, you know, we just experienced our first like, you know, tax season as a startup. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, we just got to get through it. Yeah. No, moving forward. That's the main thing. Um, and I think that's, you know, the cannabis community, a lot of the people that I meet in the cannabis community, it is bigger than just cannabis. Yeah. The end goal is pretty much like a community. Uh, yeah. Sustainability, um, being free, being open. Uh, there's so many different aspects of the cannabis industry that I think need to be shared. Yeah, no, for sure. And, you know, the, you know, there's, you know, the reality of it is, you know, it is, there's business involved. Like, we all have our own businesses in the industry. And, like, you know, everyone has to put food on the table and... You know, if we keep the lights on and whatnot, but uh, there's good business and bad business, and I think that the community itself embraces good business practice. Um, so if you're practicing good business and you know being a good person, and like, hey, some things don't work out business wise, like that's part of the game. Um, but there's just ways about going to handle that, and ways of not handling that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, my recommendation to anyone in the industry is like really try not to you know burn bridges or create tensions with their companies because yeah. it's just it's not fair and um, just it's not what the, what the industry is about you know it's right. it's not the soda industry it's not the alcohol industry it's its own you know beautiful thing you know lit and lucid you know mm -hmm. that's like the that's i feel like that's a those are two huge factors within the industry and like concepts you know how millennials are following their dreams through cannabis <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, it's 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 really cool i mean it's cool that like my pet like my dad's like my dad's 75 you know, uh -huh. my mom's like fifties and um it's it's crazy that their friends call I get calls every day. Yeah. Asking for can I send them the products, which I'm like, 
I don't do that anymore. Like, you need to, not, <laughs> like, I, like, I'm not risking my whole business so you can get some CBD. Like, you actually order it online now. Right. It's crazy, you know. Right. Uh, but it's like, you know, they're calling me for health advice. They're calling me for business advice. They're, can you introduce me to this person? And it's just funny because, like, a couple of years ago, circling back to my little crazy blog, and these people were de- like telling me that I was yeah, this so is ridiculous. Dumb. Yeah. yeah, like, are you crazy? Yeah. Like, you're gonna run your like, you're gonna get involved in the cannabis industry. Like, you're going to jail. Yeah. Like, what are you a scumbag? <laughs> like, those are words that came out of people's mouth. Oh yeah. And it's like, you guess, I guess in life, you like reach a point where you just say, "Screw it's everyone." Right. Sorry, I keep like almost cursing. It's fine. Just like you know, screw everyone. You know, yep. like you. You do, have to do you. Yeah, you gotta do you. You gotta just focus on like what you believe. If you see an opportunity, like you didn't. That's just not. A, that's just not a. You know, it's not. You it didn't just, just randomly. Yeah, happen. like it's an. You, you saw it. Capitalize that. on it. <laughs> yeah. Like if you see yourself doing something really cool, and like even if it's like the sliver of like possibility, like just send it. Like go for it. You yeah. know, I feel like you guys both have done yeah. that. You know, it's great. It's cool. Yeah, like Lit and Lucid was not a thing. And I told Jared, Jared's like, well, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, well, let's start the podcast. Yeah. Like, let's record next no, week. No, that's why I love you guys. That's why I think you guys are, that's what I meant earlier. Like, when you guys are both like super, you guys are like almost famous, like in industry, I feel like. No, no seriously. I, I love, no, I love seeing, no, you guys, you guys crush it at events. Like, you guys are, you guys do it right. Cool. You, know, you guys are at events, like portraying those positive vibes. You're, you're starting a podcast. You guys are trying to be progressive and like yeah. learn the industry. We're talking about compliance. Like these are all great conversations for people like us to be having. Like right. you know, the industry's gonna go nowhere if we're not doing shit like this in my mind. Right. And I think there's like people that need to lead the younger generation too. And I'll yeah. guide them yeah. into like where this is gonna go. Like, hey guys, this is where we're going. It's all band together, we're going this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, I like Hunter Garth on the very first episode we had. He was talking about how he sees it in the next five or ten years being like a hundred main people in the whole cannabis industry. And I totally agree, honestly. The way I see it, I work with a lot of the major companies and yeah. it's like we're all friends, all the big companies that people think, oh, they're corporate cannabis. And it's like, no, they're not. They're all the same people that walked off the street, started a business, and now they've got to where they're at because of good vibes, positivity, and working together as a community. And then over time, like you have this huge group of people that all work together towards the same exact goal, and it's like, bam, you if you're part of that group, you're gonna see success. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's yeah. That's why it's like practice good business and work together. It's it's really stuff they you know they teach you in preschool. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah just like I, I do like I randomly like on Facebook. You know, I like trying to get my and talking about Gary Vee again. Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I try to get my Gary Vee on sometimes and like be inspirational because yeah. it's great. You know, I try to like. Rub, yeah, some people probably yeah. hate us for being the right. way we are. But it's good is, to be that kind of person. You know? Yeah, like, you know, and like, I do these life hacks, and like my one life hack recently was like, life hack, be a good person. Yeah. Like, it's like pretty simple. Like, you know, there's some, you know, sometimes like people get angry and like frustrated, but at the end of the day, like, have good right intentions. Yeah. No, you're going to keep pushing forward. I've lost probably so many friends over the past five or six years right. because of like my transition to cannabis. Um, and why is that? Because, like, stigma? Or? I think it's the stigma. I think they look at me as, like, it's so taboo initially that people are like, what the hell is Jared doing? Oh, Jared sells cannabis and Jared smokes all day and he's just stoned. Yeah. And I'm like, that is not my life at all, actually. Right. These people are judging us and it's like, yo, like, I'm putting in, like, probably, like, three times a I'm working so many hours, hours a day. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, like, what are you doing this weekend? It's like... Busy. Working. working. <laughs> Sorry. Like, oh, you want... Oh, it's like... 
I saw you posted a picture of you snowboarding. It's like, yeah, I was also, I did seven hours of work that day. Before that, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. come on. Like, like we're still grinding. Yeah, it's like, and I'm high too. Like, just catch up. <laughs> right. You know, in my mind, like, keep up. Like, sorry, you can't live this lifestyle. Like, That's I just, how I feel. Yeah. It's I like, I've had so many people, I'm sure we all have, tell us, Jared, slow down. You're in the fast lane. I'm like, that's the way I like it. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Like, we got to keep moving. The You're selling weed, not, any, not, you know what I mean? Like, it's, and I think it's still bigger than that. I'm learning so much, um, just in like daily life and how to be a better person, like you said, and run yeah. a better business and just be like more ethical all around, just from the cannabis industry. That I know, you know, internally I'm gonna be a better person all because of this experience, no matter what. Right. All right. Well, I think we should wrap it up either way because I think we could talk to John for hours. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like yeah. It's my fault. It's like. And to all my all my clients and potential leads out there, you know, sorry for just like sparking so much conversation. No, it's and perfect. It's like Babylon. This is what we want. Like, <laughs> this is what it's about. This is why we had you, you on the show. Uh, you know, no, it's like I, like I said, you guys are you guys are awesome. Thank you, thank you. So are you? Yeah, we appreciate uh, it. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Puff Creative and what you guys have done, and I mean, you guys are bound for success. So. Thanks, I appreciate it. I mean, we're, I'm not, at this point, I'm not, like, letting anything stop us. Like, I'm bringing everyone who I think is, like, the same type of motivation as me and, like, trying to be inspirational and, like, do the right thing up with us. Yep. You know, like I said, like, I'm not, I'm not planning on leaving anyone in my dust or anything like that. Like, it's about creating a community, whether it's business or just relationship-wise. So, thank you guys for being, for being awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, I no feel problem. like we touched base on a bunch of really interesting topics, and I think everybody will enjoy that. Uh, with that said, I'm Lit. And I'm Lucid. And this is the Lit and Lucid podcast, episode five with John Shute. Thank you all. Uh, catch us next time for episode six. Check y'all later. <laughs>